Welcome to the Walking in Purpose podcast, where we teach you how to discover your God-ordained purpose for your life and relationships. And I'm your host, African Wonsuzu, so let's get down to it. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode today. I hope you had a wonderful weekend and that you are ready to take on the new week. God bless you for always tuning in to listen. And today I am very, very, very excited to share um, what the Holy Spirit has been impressing on my heart, which brought about the subject of from obscurity to authority. So have you ever been in a situation where you wanted to go get something from the store uh, it could be a grocery store or the mall or just anywhere where they sell stuff. And, and you just assume that you would find what you're looking for there. I know I have. And after assuming and driving all the way there, you start searching and looking for that item that took you there in the first place. You search and search, it's nowhere to be found. And then you ask someone who works there and they're like, actually, we don't have this item here. It's actually in our other location. And that other location is on the opposite side of town. And you're like, really? Are you kidding me? So I just drove all the way down here and wasted my time only to be told I had to head back in a whole new direction to get this item. Like, don't you just hate that when that happens? Like, it's so frustrating to, you know, have all the hopes and expectations of finding something in a store you were so sure, absolutely sure, had that item in stock. Yet, going there, there was nothing. And then you have to just put yourself you know, back together again, like really just package yourself and, you know, head back to the next store. And even this time around, you'd you'd even call the store to make sure, even though you were told, you called to make sure that they have this item where you're now going to, right? So, I mean, in that kind of situation, you have to head in the opposite direction, like you were told, to go get the right item from the right store. And of course, like I said, in the right direction. So the reason for sharing this story with you today is to ask you a question, which is, are you headed in the right direction in your life, in your relationships? Just like my story, most of us live our lives that way with assumptions that lead us in the right, in the wrong direction, searching for things that we feel like we can get based on our own knowledge and perhaps past experiences. So are you headed? in the right direction in life. I want us to look at the life of Moses because he was someone who at one point had lived his life in the opposite direction from where he ought to be or from where he was meant to be. So let's look at Exodus 2 verse 11 to 22 and I will be reading from the message version. So it says, time passed, Moses grew up. One day he went and saw his brothers, saw all that hard labor. Then he saw an Egyptian hit a Hebrew, one of his relatives. He looked this way and then that way. When he realized there was no one in sight, he killed the Egyptian and buried him in the sand. The next day he went out there again. Two Hebrew men were fighting. He spoke to the man who who started the fight and he asked, why are you hitting your neighbor? And the man shot back like he clapped back (laughs) real quick and said, who do you think you are telling us what to do? Are you going to kill me the way you killed that Egyptian? Then Moses panicked and said, words gotten out. People know about this. And in verse 15, it says, Pharaoh heard about it and he tried to kill Moses. But Moses got away to the land of Midian and then he sat down by a well. The priest of Midian had seven daughters. They came and drew water, filling the troughs and watering their father's sheep. When some 
uh, shepherds came and chased the girls off. Moses came to their rescue and helped them water their sheep. When they got home to their father, Ruel, also called Jethro, he said, that didn't take long. Where are you back so soon? An Egyptian, they said, rescued us from a bunch of shepherds. Why, he even drew water for us and watered the sheep. And then he said, so where is he? Why did you leave him behind? Invite him so he can have something to eat with us. And then verse 21 to 22 says, Moses agreed to settle down there with the man who then gave his daughter Zipporah to him for his wife. She had a son and Moses named him Gershon, meaning stranger, saying, I am a stranger in a foreign land or in a foreign country. So we can see in the life of Moses that he had just run away to Midian, an unknown place far away from Egypt because of a mistake he had made. A mistake he made even though he had good intentions. We can see that he had now become a nobody because he made a mistake, stripped of whatever title he may have had in Pharaoh's palace. Now just a nobody. See, today God wants to speak to someone Anyone who may have had, who may have made mistakes in the past and may have run to Midian, an unknown place to become unknown and unimportant and obscure place. God wants to speak to you today because even like Moses, just because he made a mistake and ran to Midian, the purposes of God upon his life was never a mistake. So what got Moses into taking a, into making a mistake in the first place? There was something on the inside of him that he could not shake off that made him leave his cushy and comfortable palace to go down to his people, his brothers, his relatives to help them. There was something on the inside of him. He saw how hard his people had labored, how they were suffering. His own family members were a part of the suffering as well. And he felt he couldn't just sit idly by because there was something inside of him that just kept pushing him to help. And because of this thing that kept pushing him to help, which he did not understand, it pushed him anyway to help his brother and eventually made the mistake of killing an Egyptian. And then he went back again to try to keep helping. But what happened? His own people said, who do you think you are? What gives you the right to tell us what to do? When he asked why they were fighting and he was also asked, are you going to kill us too? And then he fled. You see, though he had a passion to help his people, a passion that was tied to his purpose did not mean he identified with them. See, there was an identity problem. That's why even though he tried to help his people, they rejected him because he just came from a place and started doing what he felt like doing. He had not gone through what they had gone through. He had not experienced what they had experienced or similar to what they were experiencing. Moses hadn't suffered what the Israelites had suffered. He had lived a life of privilege and dressed like the Egyptians, came from nowhere one day and was expected to be accepted. They were like, no, brah, we don't want your help. And they even accused him. Moses needed to go through his process to obtain his identity. So. To Moses, he may have fled to avoid being killed by Pharaoh, but God was only using his mistakes to push him into the wilderness, which is Midian, to push him to prepare for his purpose. I don't know what you may have gone through, what mistakes you may have made, but God is saying to you today that if you allow him take you through the process, he will bring you from a place of obscurity to a place of authority. God is saying to you today that the process isn't meant to harm you, but to prepare you, to give you an identity because the identity is important for the people you are called to serve. 
So yes, God allowed those things happen, bad as they were. He allowed them happen to push you into an obscure place, but not for you to stay there and become obscure, no. Not for you to stay there to wallow in guilt or pity and feel like your life is over, but for God to grow you into who he has called you to be. Listen, listen, there is nothing too bad that you may have done that can scare God, absolutely nothing. If God did not allow that mistake to happen, it never would have happened. Nothing can ever take God by surprise. The day he becomes surprised by what you're going through in life or what you did, then that day he stops being God. So God allowed those things to happen, sis. He allowed it to happen, bro. He allowed it to happen not for those things to defeat you, but to push you into your wilderness experience which will birth you from a place of obscurity to a place of authority. And that's what some of you need, to stop feeling bad about yourself, to stop feeling ashamed, to stop comparing, but to have a wilderness experience. Yes, the wilderness experience is required because God wants to prune you and make you into who he has created you to be. God has a purpose for you and some people may know it. They, 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 they may feel it, but don't know what to do with it or some may not even know at all. The wilderness experience is important for you to go through because without it, like Moses, how do you expect to help the Israelites if you don't know what they're going through? If you don't know their experiences or go through a similar experience, how would you know to better connect with them, to help them with that passionate purpose of yours if you don't know how to identify with them? You see, Jesus Christ came to identify with us. That's why we can pray in the name of Jesus and things begin to happen. That's why we can be rest assured and say that Jesus knows what we're going through because he has experienced whatever experiences we may go through. Jesus had to come from simple means so that he could understand our experiences and understand what it meant or what it means to have compassion. Jesus always had compassion, but he had to first lower himself to the form of man while still being God. So what about you? What experiences has life thrown out to you? Jesus had a purpose on earth. He was perfect, never made a mistake, but he had to become man to identify with us in order to reach, it, reach us in our sin and bring us out of sin and restore us to dominion in Christ. He had to pay the ultimate price for us because he wanted to identify with us. And if he hadn't done that, we would not have the confidence to say, Jesus knows all about my struggles. We would not be able to say he cares for me. You know, Jesus understood the importance of identity and had to go through his process so that whenever we go through life and we need help, we have the confidence to call on God through Jesus because he understands, he's experienced it, and that's how he identified and that's how he still identifies with us. So what about you? You also have to go through your wilderness experience. See, God wants to awaken many lost or forgotten purposes today, many unknown purposes, but you need a wilderness experience. In Exodus 2 verse 22 into chapter 3, the Bible says, Moses settled down there in the wilderness. In Midian, he got married and became a shepherd, tending to sheep, leading a flock of sheep. Moses settled down because he thought Midian was where his life was going to end. He thought he was done for in life. 
He thought this was all he was ever going to achieve, but just because you may have made mistakes in life and your life took another turn doesn't mean the purpose of God for your life or a mistake are now erased. No, God wants to restore forgotten and misplaced purposes. God is speaking to someone today that no matter what it was you went through, it was all part of his plan to bring you towards your purpose, no matter how bad it may have been. Yes, you may have had a child out of wedlock. Yes, your marriage may have failed. That business venture didn't work out. Yes, you may have had numerous heartbreaks that made you go hide in the wilderness. Those mistakes that have made you hide your face and you may feel this is where it ends for you. It may feel like this is all you're ever going to be in life. But God wants you to know all those mistakes. He will correct them in your wilderness experience and he will turn those mistakes around and give you an identity and introduce or reintroduce you to your purpose so you can identify with the people whom you've been called to serve. God does not want you to settle. No, he doesn't. He doesn't want you to settle where you may have run off to because of the mistakes you made. He wants you to understand you're in that wilderness, not to wallow in pity, but to learn from your mistakes and grow because the wilderness is a place of reflection, learning, and growth. The wilderness experience will lead to your burning bush experience. You see, Moses had to first go through the wilderness experience before getting to the burning bush experience. God didn't just throw Moses right into his burning bush experience. No. Moses first had to first Moses had to first live a life like a shepherd for a while. And shepherds don't have much. He had to live a lowly life. He had to lead flock because God had to give him his true identity. When Moses arrived in Midian, he was considered an Egyptian, not even an Israelite. But when he had his burning bush experience, but first wilderness experience, God showed him why he was really in the wilderness. God said he has heard his people's cry and he's sending Moses to go deliver them. God said he was taking Moses from that obscure place and sending him to a place of authority to be a solution provider, to be a deliverer. He was sending Moses from leading thousands of sheep to leading millions of people. I don't know who I'm speaking to today, but God wants to let you know that if you trust the process, he will make you into a success. The Bible says, despise not the day of little beginnings. The Bible also says in 1 Peter 5, verse 5 to 6, humble yourselves therefore under God's mighty hand that he may lift you up in due time. I don't know who I'm speaking to today, but God says if you would allow yourself appear like you are obscure for a little while to go to an obscure place, the wilderness to hone your skills, then he will take you to a place of authority. God wants to use whatever it is that you may have done. That thing that may have brought you shame, people may have abandoned you because of that thing. But God says, if you take the time to humble yourself before me, give me those mistakes, I will turn them into solutions for the people you've been called to lead. God allowed those things to happen. He allowed them to happen to shake you out of your comfort zone. They may have allowed you to forget there is a purpose and calling upon your life. God allowed those things to turn your world upside down, not for you to be consumed by the events, but to shake you out of that box that is, or maybe limiting you from reaching your purpose, from walking in your purpose. See, there are people you have been assigned to. 
people that are crying and waiting for you to manifest, waiting for your gifts, passions to manifest. They may not know it yet. Some of those people may have even rejected you in the past before because they couldn't recognize the gift at that time because it wasn't ready. They are crying and waiting for the solutions that God has delivered into your hands, not anybody else's but your hands. But the solution will be provided to you in the wilderness, in an obscure place, a place of unimportance, a quiet place where you can grow and nurture your gifts and passions that have to do with your purpose. But God is shaking things up for you to go into your wilderness experience so you can grow just like, grow just like Moses. Moses may have been leading sheep, but God was training him to lead a multitude of people in his future. And because those people were crying out and waiting for his manifestation, God gave him a burning bush experience while he was in the wilderness, where he gave Moses instructions on how to execute those plans. It may seem to you like you weren't learning anything meaningful or that you're not going to learn anything meaningful in the wilderness experience. But the seemingly small things that you may have gone through or will go through were aware and will be the exact skills you need to gain while you are in the wilderness. Going to the wilderness doesn't mean you will be perfect. No, you may be slow in speech like Moses was. You may even have some physical limitations or even resources. But when God sends a man, he doesn't send that man empty-handed. God provided speakers for Moses. And even though they will speak for Moses, it would be or it was as if Moses himself spoke. Your burning bush experience propels you into doing exactly what you've been training for in the wilderness. But you need to first head into the wilderness to prepare. So are you headed in the right direction or the wrong one? Your life's experiences may have pushed you into, into a, different, a, a direction you never thought you would take. You may have run away to the wilderness to hide because of something you may have done, something you're not proud of. You may have even written yourself off, but God is saying to you today that whatever mistakes you made, they weren't made to write you off. God allowed them to happen for you to go through them while in your wilderness season. Because there are a group of people you've been called to serve as part of your purpose. And growing through those mistakes gives you a story to identify with them. God says men may have written you off due to those mistakes, but while they were writing you off, he was and is still writing your story. God is speaking to you today to wake up because your purpose is calling and waiting. God is calling you to check yourself, your experiences, the mistakes, all of it, and give it to him. He wants to give your life meaning and introduce you to your purpose. Moses was introduced into his purpose at the burning, at the burning bush. And what most of us need is a burning bush experience with God to fan your passion into flames, to activate, to reignite that passion for the work to begin. But Moses wasn't going to use his passion for his people to help his people in the wilderness. No, he had to step out and follow God's instructions and make his way down to Egypt, a place where he was once embarrassed and wanted for his mistakes. Purpose is calling. The passions attached to your purpose are calling onto you, but God wants to draw you out into the wilderness temporarily. God wants to take you from a place of obscurity, a place of unimportance, a place of little, where you seem like a nobody and take you to a place of authority, of power to command, rule, and walk in dominion. God wants to take you from a place where Moses was asked before, who do you think you are, to a place where does, where, to a place where 
those who, re- who were rejecting him, you know, were asking for direction as a leader. So a place of I am that I am has sent me to, to deliver my people. But he first had to learn how to use the gifts. You need a burning bush experience to be transformed from a place of obscurity to a place of authority. God wants to take you from a place of shepherding flocks of sheep in your wilderness to shepherding millions of people to their destiny. But it all starts with you to make that decision, to learn what you need to in the wilderness. Oh, it doesn't matter what they said or didn't say. It doesn't matter who wrote you off and who tried to drag your name in the mud. God says if you allow him take you through the wilderness to purge you of that past and prune you for the new, he will like, He will equip you with all you need during that wilderness experience and then introduce you to your burning bush experience that will keep fanning your flames to your destiny. I want you to picture this. I want you to picture Moses standing in front of the sheep in the wilderness and the same Moses but renovated Moses standing in front of Pharaoh and also Moses standing in front of the Red Sea. God is taking you back to those places where you used to be, where you used to be shamed or where you used to be ashamed, where they may have asked you, who do you think you are? Now to become, who is this blessing? What took him or what took her so long to come out and bless us this way with, with their gifts? A place of rejection will now become a place of acceptance. A place of sorrow will now become a place of joy. God wants all this for you, but you need to decide to turn in the right direction. No more self-sabotaging, no more self-doubt, no more second-guessing, no more telling yourself that you can't make it. See, God wants to take you from a place of being in, in, in the wilderness, just tending to sheep, to stand in front of kings and queens. God has called you for greater things. And now God says enough of living a life of little, a life of little that does not match the great potential God has put into you. He wants to take you from from obscurity to a place of authority, but you have to decide to take that step to allow God use your mess and turn it into a message and to use your story for his glory. Greatness awaits you. A place of authority awaits you but you have to make the decision to move to get there and I pray I pray that the Holy Spirit will help steer you in the right direction because the world is waiting for you to emerge God bless you and I'm sure this message has blessed you as much as it has blessed me please like subscribe, share, leave a comment so let me know how you've been blessed by this message. Or if you'd like to email us, you can do so by writing to us at info at walkinginpurpose.ca. Also, don't forget to follow our page on Instagram and also Facebook. And our Facebook Instagram handle is at Walking in Purpose Podcast. And also share with as many as the Holy Spirit leads you to share with. God bless you and I'll see you next week.